Welcome to the first episode of Becoming a Butterfly. Not many people knew about this, um, but I've been wanting to do a podcast for a few weeks. And so I bought this awesome microphone. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see. And I'm using my GoPro, which I haven't used for ages, to record this podcast. And I'll be doing that for all the upcoming episodes. I have ideas for over 30 episodes to come. And I won't do any more than one a week, probably, um, unless I get huge demand, which would be amazing. Um, But I'm just going to see how it goes, take it easy, not put pressure on myself, and not force out loads of content for all of you guys, because I know there's so many podcasts going around at the moment, which is amazing. Um, But the market's quite saturated, and I just felt like this could be a really good step in the right direction to what I want to do in the future. Ultimately, my goal is to help others help themselves. I feel like I've got a lifetime of knowledge from the past 10 years from what I've been through, and I wanted to share that with people. I do have my Instagram, Strong Not Skinny Sarah, with a zero, not an O in strong. And if you follow that, you'll know I share lots of honest and open things on there. I share my experiences, I share motivation. I'm quite active on my stories, I do probably post a week. Um, because I just think that's a really good way to share what I've got to say. And I've been doing that for a good few years now. I've only got like just over 2,000 followers, but I've always said to people, it's not about your followers. It's not about how many followers you have, sorry. It's about who those followers are. And I get messages every day from people saying, thanks, that really helped me, or I really like this, or can you tell me about that? Can you tell me about this? And so on. And I just think I'd rather have that app than have 10,000 followers absolute no messages of people saying thanks for sharing that or thanks for doing that or can you tell me more about this so the same as my instagram i hope that someone out there can take something from my podcast this podcast is called becoming a butterfly which is something that means a lot to me it's something that represents my journey um those of you that know me know i have three tattoos sorry mum and dad and the first one i got was butterfly because everything I've been through over the past 10 years for me represents my journey from being a shy little caterpillar that is hiding away that's isolated themselves and then over the years everything they've been through I've become a beautiful butterfly if I do say so myself and yeah I just really like analogies I'll probably use a few in my upcoming podcasts um And yeah, that just represents the past 10 years for me in a nutshell. Anyway, so today's podcast is just going to be who am I? What's this podcast about? I want to keep my podcast relatively short and sweet, saying that any of my teachers, if you're listening, especially sixth form, will know I can ramble for days. I once wrote an eight page essay for geography. It was a 40 marker, to be fair. It was on ecosystems and I absolutely loved it. But yeah, eight pages didn't go that well with my teachers. I blame my rambling on my dyslexia because I say I can't process my thoughts and words properly. It's probably just me wanting to talk for ages. Hopefully my episodes are going to be 20 minutes minimum, 60 minutes maximum. Um, But podcasts are just a great way to share information and you can listen to them whenever and wherever you would like. I'll allow that. So today... We're going to talk about what have I got to share. If you're looking on YouTube, you can tell I keep looking over at my notes. Yes, I've got notes because I will not remember everything that I want to talk about. 
equally I won't include everything I've written down. Anyway, so in 2011, um, my life changed. At the time, I would say it changed for the worst. It changed my family's life for the worst. I don't know really how it affected my friends. Um, I lost most of my friends, but my life, it completely changed. And looking back now, it was for the better. Everything that I went through over the past 10 years has made me who I am today. And I don't regret a single thing. My journey has been one of becoming a butterfly. Um, But I've become me. I've found who I really am, what I want to do with my life, what I'm interested in, what I enjoy, what I don't like, my morals, my principles, my priorities. That's where it all started back in 2010, 2011. But 2011 was when I went on a lacrosse tour to America. And that was the first time I've ever thought about body image and weight. I ate everything and anything I wanted to, as always. Um, But as you know, in America, portions are bigger, food is more calorific, etc, etc. So I didn't even think about that at the time when I was eating. I just chose what I wanted to eat and ate it. But I came home and I started objectifying things about myself. I would look in the mirror for a long time. I would pick apart things I didn't like. It was never my face. It was all about my body, Um, my boobs. I didn't like that I had a bum. I didn't like that I had thick thighs. Um, My arms were bigger than other people's. I wasn't like, I was short, but I wasn't petite. I was very sporty. I felt like a little stud. And now I embrace it. I absolutely love my figure. Um, I'm grateful to my, I would say parents, but my sisters and my mum are quite petite and slim. Um, but so, say it's my dad, um, the athletic figure. I've always been sporty. And after that, I now embrace it. So yeah, that was in 2011. Things changed. Had my GCSEs coming. Um, I was playing in six sports teams. Three for netball and three for lacrosse, county, school and club level. And this obsession with my body image started to affect that. So I decided, because I decided to go on a healthy diet. So I now joke and I'm like, oh, healthy diet gone wrong. And all diets go wrong. That's why they've got the word die in them. They're a travesty. Um, So I started not snacking um and then I cut down my meal portions and then I just cut out food as a whole but that's a another podcast and then a year later I went into the priory and I started as an outpatient and then swiftly moved into an inpatient because my heart rate was so low it was 30 beats per minute and then that just started my whole journey of going through the priory I was there for about two two and a half years I relapsed twice in 2014 and 15. In 2013, I started suffering from depression, anxiety, OCD, stress, panic attacks, suicidal thoughts. And I actually didn't know at the time. I didn't know anything about mental health. I didn't know anything about like body image. I didn't think it was like a real thing. I thought it was just me not liking myself and being able to change it. I didn't know anything about eating disorders. That was just my life at the time. Um, so when my parents actually took me to the Priory, I didn't know like why I was going there or what they thought was wrong with me. So it's a big, a lot to learn going through all of that. Um, not only learning how to get myself out of it, but also learning about it. And I think because I didn't know anything about it, I actually 
used it um, as a quite a good tool to learn about it and then use that to my advantage to recover. Now I want to kind of use this podcast and YouTube if I share it on there um, to help others because maybe they don't have the ability to go to somewhere like the Priory or they don't have parents who will care for them and take them to the doctors or supportive friends and family like I did. Um, they can listen to this podcast and just realise that they're not alone. So yeah, then after that, I went to university and university made me. I always say university will make you or break you. My dad told me I should go to university straight after school. My mum just said, whatever you want to do. My auntie didn't think I should go. And I didn't know any different because the school I went to, private school, all girls, was just, you go through the stages of primary school, secondary school, and then you go straight to university. So that's what I was going to do. I didn't, unfortunately, didn't get a grade that I needed to go to Bath. Um, and again, that's going to be another podcast about going through clearing. Um, it's not that bad. So I went to Loughborough and had the best four years ever. Most people will agree that it absolutely made me into who I am today. It built me. I loved it. Final year was the best year of my life so far, hands down. I've never had a better year in my life than final year. I finally felt like a woman. That was in 2018. I started in final year. In 2019, I graduated. Um, graduation day was not great. I ended up in an ambulance having a panic attack. But the actual year was amazing. I made friends with some of the most incredible people. I still talk to quite a lot of them now. Um, I mean, I did only graduate a year ago. But I really think that I don't think you have to go to university at all, but I do think the few years straight after you finish school, whether you're at university or in an apprenticeship or going traveling, whatever it is, I think they are kind of forming years. They build you into who you're going to be in the future. Um, and that might not be your opinion. That might not be your experience, but for me, that's what it was. And that really kind of showed me where I wanted to go um, in the future. The year before that, um, 2017 and placement I'm going to talk about this in another um, episode but I hated my placement absolutely loved the people there don't get me wrong if any of you guys are listening I loved you I had the best time with the people you're the reason I kept coming into work every day but the actual f- placement was just it wasn't for me um, I never want to do an office job anyway I spent hours in the office working overtime not getting paid um any extra time whether that was because I was on placement or not I don't know um Black Friday anybody who works Black Friday in retail will know it is hell it's fun with the people again but it's not fun with targets and what you have to do to prepare and everything so yeah that was a really hard year for me um emotionally physically I had a massive operation um December of that year work expected me to come back in within a week or so I expected myself to come back in I took four weeks off um I really helped myself in those four weeks but then coming back into work made everything a lot worse I ended up going back into hospital um a few weeks later and yeah that was just a really hard time for me but again another podcast episode will be coming up about that um first year and second year of uni sorry I'm going backwards now um but they were good. They were really good. They kind of helped me find my feet. I love my halls. I love the people I met in halls. Some of my closest friends I met in those first two years. Um, 
sometimes were tough don't get me wrong I suffered a lot from burnout I'd be lying on my bedroom floor calling my mum I'm in Loughborough she's in Manchester there's nothing she can do but I there's nothing I can do to help myself um I felt hopeless and I don't think that's really ever talked about um the dark days of university I was lucky enough I mean very lucky to have an ensuite and be self-catered because me and my mum agreed if I wasn't self-catered I probably wouldn't have eaten and having an ensuite just kind of kept my I have quite bad OCD when it comes to hygiene and bathroom and stuff um so the that was why I had those um and all the mental health department and like student support stuff at Loughborough was incredible for me I had a therapist and a counsellor all four years I was there um they really kind of put my case forward to make sure I had comfortable living situations but whatever your situation is it's essentially you're living in a box you're eating sleeping working in one room obviously you've got the library other places to work don't get me wrong and you go out and about but it can be a dark place um so yeah those first two years were difficult leaving home trying to find myself away from this eating disorder life um, mental health struggles and then trying to build myself up at university um but I came out of it and that is exactly why I'm doing this podcast to show you guys that you can come out of whatever it is that you're dealing with. Um, so yeah, I graduated in 2019. I had an amazing summer, had also had an amazing summer after placement, which really put me up in a good place for going into final year. Um, and this is another thing I'm going to talk about again, a different time, but I do think Having something to look forward to does make a difference. It gives you motivation to finish what it is that you're doing. And then once you've done the exciting thing, you're in a good mindset to start something new. And on that note, I think that will be the end of episode one. So like I say, I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, I hope there's something you can take away from this episode, even though I've not really touched on a specific subject. And I've got another one coming out next week and that will be on um, sort of my journey from a healthy diet gone wrong into a full-blown eating disorder and what came after that. Thank you very much for listening. Um, I appreciate it. If you can go give me a review on Apple Podcasts, if you can share it, I'd really appreciate that. And I hope you have a lovely day or evening.